NDSU Bison basketball takes every move on the court seriously. Miller with a jump pass to Kading at the rim. The two hands flush. Thanks you very much. Dave Richmond and Marin Walseth want to hear your thoughts. Yagi give it back. Thumbstead step back three. Swish. Taylor Thumbstead. TT for three. Every Monday night, you get your chance. Call the coaches and voice your opinion. Cabela's on the left sideline. Now to Miller. A quick trigger. Three straight on is good. This is Bison Feedback, brought to you by Thunderseed. Thunderseed is linking today's producer with tomorrow's technology. Little at the free throw line, fires one up, and she hit it. Marina Little, what a quarter for the Aussie. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Bison Feedback all across the Bison Radio Network. Scott Miller with you, and we are here until the top of the hour at 7 o'clock. We are Starting tonight with Bison women's basketball head coach Maren Walseth. Her team has a practice coming up here, and so we'll make sure that we have Maren on for a half an hour, and then Dave Richmond will join us between 6.30 and 7. Well, the Bison women split a pair of games this past week and snapped a losing streak on Saturday, had a big performance from Marino Whittle, who was today named the Summit League Women's Basketball Player of the Week. And with that, we welcome in Maren Walseth. Maren, great to talk to you again, and how is the Monday so far? Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. The Monday is treating us well, as you mentioned. Practice here in a little bit, but uh, the girls and the team are in good spirits. The coaches are in good spirits. Uh, it, was, it was good to get a, a hard-fought and hard-earned win on Saturday against Fort Wayne. Yes, 94-85 to 85 the final score. The Bison with the win. NDSU outscoring Fort Wayne 34-27 in the fourth quarter. It was anything but easy, Morin, but your team persevered. What was the difference, do you think, down the stretch? Gosh, you know, I think a lot of players made some really great plays. Um, but at the end of the day, it was really all our entire team, all nine of them, really fighting for a full 40 minutes, whether that was communication, encouragement from the bench, or physically doing something on the court. Uh, it was a full 40 minutes of tough, tough competition, uh, which resulted in that win on Saturday. As mentioned, Marina Whittle from Australia today named the Summit League Women's Basketball Player of the Week. I would have been really disappointed and surprised had that not happened. <laughs> because she you, was you, just I think terrific. you and I both there. Yeah. She tied her career high on Saturday with 33 points and helping you to your first league win of the season. Added 18 rebounds, six assists, three blocks against the Mastodons. And she scored 16 points, grabbed 14 rebounds Thursday against Western Illinois. She never ceases to amaze me with her ability to make plays, Marn. It's just, it's such a joy to watch. It is. I think you've heard me say it before. We've probably talked about it, that it's it's a true senior that steps up and, and really makes big plays when big plays need to be made. And she continued to do that for us in these last few games, but specifically against Fort Wayne. Um, she really put the team on her back and played with a lot of composure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was great to see her rewarded uh, with, the, with the Summit League Player of the Week, you know, after shooting – I want to say 58% from the field and 63% from, or 66% from three and like 85% from the foul line coupled with her six assists on Saturday. You know, that's a well-played overall game, not one dimensional, um, but able to incorporate her teammates and really help her team be successful. 
And Marin, you know better than just about anybody I know just what it takes to be able to score at that kind of pace. 33 points, 18 rebounds. Where does this rank in your mind as uh, among the top games that you've seen Marina Whittle play? Oh, it's definitely, if not the top, you know, one of the top two or three. The thing I'm most impressed with is her consistency. We've talked over the course of the year about taking, turning down good shots for great shots and being consistent in her energy and her effort. And, you know, shooting at a high percentage of 58 or something for, as, a, as a guard, somebody who's not taken only post moves and layups, uh, that really speaks to her growth as a player. Um, understanding the good shots versus the great shots when a one more pass to one of her teammates is where the great shot comes from, uh, resulting in six, six, six assists for her on Saturday. Yeah. She's really, you know, grown and, and blossomed and, and becoming much more of a student of the game and really understanding the game, which, you know, as a coach is something you want to see. You know, we're in this business and we have a, we wear a lot of different hats, but one of the hats is helping them grow as basketball players and see the game differently by the time they leave your program and she's always had a high IQ um, but she's becoming more selective in some of her shots and really honing in on that IQ which is is great to see and you talk about coaches and players wearing different hats and I think it's really hard to define just what position Marina Whittle plays, right? Because she can do so many different things for you. She can score down low. We know that she can rebound the ball. She has hit for a really nice percentage from beyond the three-point line. Pretty hard to pigeonhole somebody like Marina Whittle, isn't it? You're absolutely right. If coaches wear a lot of different hats on any given day, you know, players wear different hats. And Marina certainly plays different roles on the court for our team. Um, there's been times where she's asked, I've asked her to be the point guard, uh, if Taylor or Yegi, you know, need a break for, for a minute. Um, and she's been able to do that. Uh, she will, you know, post up in the paint against the smaller defenders. You know, that's a different hat for her. Uh, I challenged her this year uh, to be a more of a consistent and a better three point shooter. Um, you know, last year, I think she was reluctant to, to stretch her range and wanted to be more of the pull up player. And she's put up, put in a lot of time, especially the month of May when nobody else was here. Uh, being more consistent uh, and, and shooting with a better pace from three. Uh, and I think that's, you know, we're, we're reaping the benefits of that now and we're seeing that. Uh, but I've said before, she's a very tough guard in our league because of her size, because of the skill set that she has and because of the different hats that she can wear um, as an offensive threat, as a rebounder, as a put-back kid, as getting to the foul line. Um, you know, there's not just one defender who can slow her down because of her uh, different, you know, different styles of play and the different hats that she does wear for us. Mm-hmm. And Marina Whittle did answer the call from beyond the arc, four for six combined in three pointers in these last two games. This is Bison feedback, and our telephone number is two three seven five nine four eight. Toll free eight hundred eight eight zero five three four six. In the FM area, that number two three seven fifty nine forty eight. Toll free across the Bison radio network at eight hundred eight eight zero. Five three four six. You talk about free throw shooting. Marina was nine for eleven from the stripe Saturday in the win over the Dons, and Brooke Yegi was a perfect twelve of twelve as a team. Marin thirty one for thirty six from the free throw line, eighty six percent. I'll tell you, the team free throw shooting percentage is going up and up and up. I do think that uh, first of all, it's, those are impressive statistics. As our, for, for our team and for a couple of the individuals you mentioned. Um, but 
foul shooting, you know, we've, we've talked about it all year, that foul, shoot, foul shots win games for you. And we shoot foul shots every day in a different, you know, one way or the other, but the goal is always to shoot 80%. And some days we're successful, and some days we have to have a little reminder on the line of, of focus and sticking true to your shot. Um, so it was nice to see that, you know, be a, an integral part of our game and for us to have that focus and that discipline to shoot the foul shots the way that we're capable of. Um, kind of a funny, a funny story. Brooke Yagi is a is a perfectionist in all that she does. Uh, she carries a 4.0, and and she wants to be the perfect basketball player, mm-hmm. you know. And so in her mind, she hadn't been shooting the ball well as well as she wanted to, you know, in the recent you know few days. Uh, so after shoot around on Saturday, she was like, "I need to shoot more. Will you rebound for me?" Yeah, sure. You know what do we do? And this is her time. I'll, I'll I'll do what she wants. She's like, "I need to make 10 foul shots in a row." I was like, "All right." You know, so she shoots two at a time, you know, steps off, steps back up. And, you know, I could see the confidence and, in her eyes, but also her body just kind of relaxed the further along that we went. Mm. You know, so she shoots a ten in a row and she's like, okay, thanks, coach. And, you know, goes on with her, with her day. And uh, so after the game, she's, she's called out and, and she's like, I said, how many foul shots do you think you made? She's like, I think I went 10 for 10. I said, no, you went 12 for 12. And, and her <laughs> eyes got big and, you know, and she smiled and she said that I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it. And so uh, it's great to see kids who maybe their confidence isn't where they want it to be or are wavering a little bit mm-hmm. and they put in that extra time and then they are rewarded, you know, with a 12 for 12 and, and a victory. Um, you know, so those, those moments are kind of what make us as coaches just mm-hmm. smile and say, you know, you put in the work, it usually rewards you. Uh, so that was great for her to have that overall game but specifically that foul shooting piece yeah. uh was, was something that she you know takes pride in and, and wants to be perfect at so when she was trying to make every single foul shot in warm-ups uh, did you see anything in her stroke or did she just kind of find it get the confidence and it carried over into the game you know it, it for her it's all about relaxing and having patience um for any for any shooter similar to golf the harder you grip the 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 club, the worse the shot's going to be. You know, mm-hmm. similar in basketball, the harder you try to aim it at the basket, the more tense your, mu- your shoulder muscles are, your neck muscles are, and you're not going to make that shot. Um, so for her, it was all about relaxing, and, and that was something that come game time, she was very relaxed and something that, she, you know, she has control over, and she works very hard to put herself mentally and physically in the right space, you know, for the basketball game. So once, you know, once the game started and I could see that she was at a very comfortable, relaxed, you know, space, I was confident, and you know, like I told her before the game, I probably have more confidence in you than you do, and that's where her <laughs> perfectionist, you know, comes out, which I appreciate mm-hmm. in some capacities. But sometimes you just want to, you know, look those kids in the eye and say, "It's okay, calm down, you're you're yeah. just fine." Yeah. Uh, but you appreciate that that uh, that focus and that that you know discipline to want to be the very best. And Brooke Yeagy had a pair of really good games. She had 12 points against Western Illinois last week and was 3-for-6 shooting, 1-for-3 from the 3, 5-for-7 from the foul line, 12 points, 5 assists, and then put up a career-high 25 points in the win over IPFW on Saturday, 6-of-10 shooting, 1-for-3 from deep, and a perfect 12-of-12 from the free-throw line. What are you seeing week by week from Brooke Yeagy as her game seems to continue to improve game by game? Mm-hmm. You know, Brooke, as, as you know, we kind of said, is a, is a perfectionist and wants to do everything right. And it's been great to see her confidence grow over the two years that, that she's been with our program. You know, she came in 
uh, as a freshman, just kind of wanting to, to to fit in and to do to do what was asked of her. But I don't think she had as much confidence in herself. Um, she's a kid that learns a lot from watching film. Mm. Um, so after the Western game, we you know the team watched film, and and afterwards, her and I were talking, and she said, "I didn't look very good on film. I was very timid. I just I didn't look like myself." Um, you know, and that's a and, and that's why watching film is a great tool. Oftentimes kids think they're doing one thing and then they see themselves and they're like, oh, I, I thought I was doing something completely different. So film is a great tool and it's something she has really gained from and learned from. And I think that was a direct carryover up to her aggressiveness and her assertiveness coming right out of the gate uh, against Fort Wayne early on in the game in front of their bench. She went for a left-handed reverse layup, which I don't think she would have done you know, had she not seen herself be mm. you know, maybe a little bit more shy, a little more timid on film and, and she's like, that's, that's not who I am. That's not how I play well. Um, you know, so really I think her confidence in herself and in her role has grown probably every day uh, this year. And, and so it was good to see, you know, that the end result um, certainly in a win for our team, but also just how she played and, and she wanted the ball at the end. She knew she could make her foul shots. Um, so it was fun to kind of see her blossom this whole year, but specifically in the last, you know, two or three days. Mm-hmm. This is Bison Feedback presented to you by Thunder Seed. We'll take a break, come back, and visit more with Bison Head women's coach Marin Walseth. Her team will play one big game Saturday down at the University of South Dakota in Vermilion. We'll set the scene for that one. Talk more about other players who have been shining here over the last week. You're listening to Bison Feedback on the Bison Basketball Radio Network. Pitches it on the right side to Whittle. The three-point shot, nothing but net. Marina Whittle is having another wonderful game. How about that? 33 points, 18 rebounds, 6 assists. That is a whale of a game by Marina Whittle, today named the Summit League Women's Basketball Player of the Week. This is Bison Feedback. Scott Miller with you. And fans, Thunder Seed is committed to meeting the changing needs of today's farmers by monitoring the latest technologies and incorporating that knowledge into high-yielding seed products. Thunder Seed is linking today's farmer with tomorrow's technology. Call one 888 thunder Marin Walseth, head coach of the Bison Women, with us until the bottom of the hour. She's got practice after that. Marin, on Thursday you played Western Illinois, a team that has a lot of talent, beat the Bison 94-82, to high-scoring game back and forth. And Taylor Thunstead went off for 23 in that game, and Taylor then followed that up with 19 points against IPFW on Saturday. What do you think of the pair of games by Taylor Thunstead? Oh, I am certainly glad that she is on our team. <laughs> uh, you know, she's a, we've, we've called her, she's our little bulldog. You know, the bigger the moment, the bigger the shot she wants to take it, the further out she'll be. Um, but, you know, she's somebody who, her, every, every shot she makes is so big and so huge and so on point. But at the same time, I never know how many points she has until the end of the game. I'm like, wow, she had a good night tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's one of those players that that she wants to emotionally be very even keeled. So she she doesn't draw a lot of attention to herself. She really lets her game speak for herself, and that you know, I I I appreciate that about her as much as I like the kids who high five and chest bump. You know, there's something to be said for the kid that just goes about her business, understands she's got a huge role, um, but doesn't want the attention on her. Uh, so I, I enjoy that part of Taylor, and, and you know, like I said, I, I'm just really glad that she's on our team. Yes. Telephone numbers for you to become a part of Bison Feedback, 237-5948, toll-free, 800-880-5346. 
Western Illinois got that win on Thursday. And are you surprised, Mara, when you look at the scores, they all seem relatively high across the league. Do you think is that kind of a deliberate act by all the coaches trying to push tempo? I think I think there's an element of that that's very true. Um, certainly, you know, for us, we want to play fast. We want to play an, um, an up-tempo style. Um, we want to be able to rebound and, and run and, and, and score in transition because we've got a few players that they really thrive in that environment. Um, so I think that bodes well for us. I think you've seen uh, games where we get stuck in a half court, you know, that we're not nearly as, as fluid. We, we just don't, we just don't play with that same level of confidence when we have to churn it out. Um, so I, I personally like to play the up-tempo style and, and I obviously that speaks well for USC, IP, IPY, um, you know, Fort Wayne wants to get up and, and down as well. So I think there is an element of that within our, within our league. And, and for our fans, I think that's something that they want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not many fans at any level want to watch the, you know, 48 to 36 point game. I mean, that's not, <laughs> that's right. not fun to watch. It's certainly not fun to play. I, I don't like coaching that style either. Um, so I like where our league for the majority of the teams is, is going and, and how we play a, an up-tempo uh, style. I think that's fun for all involved um, and, and certainly for the kids. And that's something that in the recruiting process, you know, the more points we can put up, the better. So we can have a lot of high-scoring kids on our roster knowing that, you know, the ball will be shared and we'll get up and down and everyone will have an opportunity to, to showcase their skills. Saturday, you travel to Vermilion to the Dakota Dome and play South Dakota USD, beat the Bison in an instant classic on January 14th in double overtime, 96-94. to That's a really good USD team that you nearly upset. What do you think about the rematch Saturday down in Vermilion? You know, I think we're going to have our hands full. USD is playing extremely well right now. I was very uh, proud of the effort and and the majority of the game that we played against them here at, at the DDS uh, last week, um, you know, we need to, to add a few wrinkles and we need to do a few things differently, uh, especially going down to their place. I'm sure they'll do a few things differently as well. But I really like uh, what our players think and feel based on the experience that we had here. Um, no moral victories, obviously, would have wished we could have won. Um, but going down into their place, you know, every last one of our players has a confidence and a swagger that we can compete with them. We'll watch film and make sure that we are uh, address maybe some of the issues that 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 presented to us presented our, to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I think there is a level of confidence knowing just how hard we did play uh, versus versus uh, South Dakota last time. Taylor Thunstead had 31 points in that first meeting with the Oats. And Nicole Seacamp of South Dakota had a double-double, 25 points, 10 assists. She is a special player, isn't she? Yeah, she is. You know, similar to Marina, mm-hmm. a taller guard. And more than just being both Australian. But uh, right. Seacamp is a, is a taller guard who wears a number of hats and can do a handful of different things. This year she's playing a bit more of the point uh, than she has in the past. Um, but she is an outside shooter. She can rebound. Um, she's got a nice mid-range game as well. Um, you know, so she's kind of the, the most integral part that makes their ship run, so to speak. But they also have uh, Hugh Miller steps up and hits crucial shots. McLeod in the inside, you know, she can hit, step up and, and be a, a nice force in the paint. So they're by no means a one-man show. Uh, but Seacamp certainly leads the charge there, and she's a tough cover. Um, but like I said, the bigger the moment, some of our kids, the, you know, the more energy mm-hmm. the for the shots that they're going to take. So uh, I like going to battle with the group that we have. Well, and you'll go to battle with USD Saturday at 4.30. It will be a 4.10 pregame across the Bison Radio Network. 
And, Marin, thanks for taking the time tonight. Have a great practice. I hope the week goes extremely well for you, and I'm pulling for a victory down at Vermillion on Saturday. Thank you very much, Scott. Have a great night. Okay, you too. That is Marin Walseth, head coach of the Bison Women. They will play again at South Dakota Saturday, 4.30, a late afternoon tip time from the Dakota Dome.